Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio, the 26th day of November 2019, broadcasting you today from North Central, West Virginia. Going to continue on today in John chapter 8, beginning verse 31, talking about the true children of Abraham. The true children of Abraham. There's much controversy between Jesus and the religious leaders. Um, they said, that they were children of Abraham, and of course he disputed that on the fact that they did not recognize him. Yesterday we talked about unbelief, and how Jesus warned against it, uh, how 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 dangerous it is to live in a state of unbelief, uh, where men, women, boys, and girls do not believe upon the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Before we get into this uh, teaching today, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to one more time expound your word. And Lord, you said you sent your word and you healed us. And Lord, we need your word today to heal us. We know the word is also is a person, the Logos, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we ask you, Lord, that uh, you anointed today, you know, every situation of every individual that's going to be. Lord, tuning into this broadcast today, you know every need, and we ask you to minister unto them. Let your anointing break every yoke of bondage. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. John 18, verse 31. Once again, the uh, controversy, the dialogue between uh, Christ and the leaders at that particular time, the spiritual leaders, the keepers of the temple, so to speak, as was the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the scribes, and and and, and all those that were, uh, uh, of course, um, in the law deep, uh, actually thought they could keep the law, which we know that no man ever has or ever will. There's only one that kept the law, and that was Jesus Christ. He said, I come to not destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. So today we're going to, as 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 he continues to spiritually discern them, um, telling him where they live, where the God says that man looks on the outside, but God looks on the inner parts of a man. He knows exactly where we are, who we are, and what's going on in our lives today. So John eight thirty one. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Uh, and we'll see the last verse we read yesterday was uh, John 8.30. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Now we see a separation. Uh, come out from among them. The word of God said, thus saith the Lord. When we choose Jesus Christ, we uh, become, as the word of God tells us, believers. And not everybody believes. Um but these particular persons did, did believe on the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now he's speaking to them. 
And he says, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if, listen now, if you continue, hmm, very important word there, if you continue in my word, or the words that I speak, then are ye my disciples indeed. Uh, Simply points out that you have to believe all the word. Not just part of it. Um, the Bible says in the parable of the sower, um, how many weapons the enemy uses to uh, uh, to disrupt allowing the seed, which is the word of God, to take root in our lives. The Bible says, for my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Study. To show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. So the key here is if you continue, the Bible says don't get weary in well-doing. It's not how you start a race, it's how you finish the race. And we are not in a sprint, but we are certainly in a marathon the Bible points out those that endure to the end shall be saved. Paul calls it a race. He says, I've run my race. I've kept the faith. He says, I've come to my finishing point. I'm ready to be offered. Peter said the same thing. He said, I'm about ready to leave this mortal body. Uh, I've run my race. So it's endurance. Um, he who endures. He who keeps the word of God. He who does not get weary in well-doing. And uh, I read a commentary the other day. There's over 1,595 ifs in the Bible. And all of them express a condition if one does them. If. If what? You continue in my word. See how important this is? These are the words of our Lord and Savior. He says, "He said you you you've got to keep going." Paul said, "You got to press towards the high mark of the high calling, which is in Jesus Christ." There are so many things in life that uh, want to sidetrack us and and um, and pull us away and pluck us out of the hand of an Almighty God. But uh, God keeps, but He keeps through His Son Jesus Christ. The Bible says we are sealed. With the Holy Ghost of promise. In other words, we 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 are going to be studying in John 17 here before too too long, and uh, one of the greatest chapters in the Bible is uh, what I call um, also the Lord's Prayer. And as He prays for those that He's saved, as He's redeemed, He's kept. So. <clears throat> Hebrews 11, 6, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that seek him with diligence. So how important is it to continue? Continue. The Bible says we are persecuted for the word's sake. So the powers of darkness, our enemy, is constantly trying to uproot us and separate us from the love of God. And Paul said, I am persuaded that nothing shall separate me from the love of God. So he's talking to the ones that believed on him. He's not talking to the ones that uh, 
don't, that that picked up stones to stone him, that uh, called him a blasphemer and told him, told him that, uh, that, that he had a devil. Verse 32. And you shall know the truth. How do you know the truth? And the truth shall what? Make you free. One of the most quoted scriptures in Christianity today is that verse. And ye shall know the truth. Ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The knowledge of the word. Our faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in his finished first and uh, his, I'm sorry, his finished work and his resurrection, his ascension, and we are waiting for him to come back in like manner. And the word of God says, in the day and age which we live now, that they will cry, peace, peace, but then sudden destruction. So the secret of freedom, and men cry out for it, these the, these particular uh, leaders that he was dealing with said that they were not in bondage to anybody. And at that particular time, they were in bondage to Rome. So the secret of freedom from sin and sickness and all the curses that come with the fall that they're in this life is that Jesus Christ died to set men Free from the wiles of the devil. For this reason was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Pilate stood so many feet from the Lord and and, uh, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. And he said, "What, what is truth? Staring into the face of truth. The truth that would make him free. The truth of Jesus Christ makes men free. <clears throat> the Bible says, <clears throat> pardon me, in the days in which we live that many shall believe a lie and what? Be damned or be cursed. Be cast aside. Um, deception. Or a rampant deceptions in the world today. Many shall be deceived. Many shall give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So the truth, and who is the truth? Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no man comes to the Father except it be through me. Verse 33 They answered him, we are Abraham's seed, (laughs) and we're never in bondage to any man. Wow. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And... Down through history, they were in bondage to Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Media Persia, Greece, Rome. Uh, 
and a lot of other smaller nations. So the the entirety of their nationhood, so to speak, they were in bondage, but yet they said they weren't. And the only way a man can be free, when I say man, I mean mankind, I mean men, women, boys, and girls, is through the blood of Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Verse 34, John 8, Jesus has an answer for what they just said. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, listen now, whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. Hmm. That, that's, that goes right to the gut of things, so to speak. As I've said many times, we've said many times on this broadcast that man's problem is sin. That's our problem. We want to lay it on this, lay it on that. But the fact is that sin is our problem. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we must emphasize once again today that the only antidote for sin is knowing Jesus Christ, receiving his atonement, which come through his blood that he shed on the cross. The perfect lamb of God, John the Baptist said, the perfect lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. So he says, he didn't bring up they were serving Rome, blah, 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 but he said if you if you uh, uh, commit a sin, then you are a servant of sin. You know, people make a choice every day who they're going to serve. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Joshua says, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Ezekiel 8, I'm sorry, Ezekiel 18, 4 said, Behold, all souls are mine as the soul of the Father. So also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is what? Death. But it's a conjunction, I was going to school. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God told Adam and Eve in the garden, Genesis chapter two, verse seventeen, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day thou shalt eat as thereof thou shalt surely die. And of course, all men are going to die physically, but this is talking about a spiritual death. To die spiritually. So, what do we serve? I mean, that's a question we all need to ask ourselves. What controls our lives? Who are we committed to? Who pulls our strings, so to speak? The Bible says if you're double-minded, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. 
They says if you commit sin, you're servant of sin. John eight thirty five says, But the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Are we servants? Are we sons? Now listen, we have a servant attitude, yes, of course. Jesus came as a servant. But the Bible says if you believe the gospel that you get the power to become the sons of God. If you believe upon the name of Jesus Christ, you're not serpents per se, but you are sons and daughters of God. And the servant of sin, I will last in the house anyhow. And the servant of sin will never enter into the kingdom of God. Choose you this day whom you are going to serve. Verse 36, John 8. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Once again, emphasizing the Son, the very one um, that was standing right there. So only sons dwell in the house. And if the Son sets you free, ye are free indeed. And if you're made free with the Son, then simply speaking, you are no longer a servant of sin. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. First John 2.29 says, If you know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. There again, pointing to his righteousness and certainly not ours. The Bible says that our righteousness is but filthy rags. Meaning you cannot be righteous in ourselves. When God looks at me and you, he's got to look through the blood. He's got to look through Jesus Christ. See, He died for the entirety of the world and for every sin ever committed. Only one unpardonable, and that's the blasphemy or the rejection of the Holy Ghost. Verse 37. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, physically, but ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. In other words, it didn't really matter. It mattered to them, of course, and it does matter that they were they were they were descendants of uh, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, of course, and they were proud with this should have been other lineage. But they were rejecting the truth. They were rejecting the one that one that came that Abraham prophesied about, that Moses prophesied about, that Isaiah prophesied about. They were rejecting him. He said, "My word has no place in you." So then you you try to kill me. And what he was saying there, in essence, is being Abraham's seed by a a physical birth, 
contains of salvation. So it doesn't matter about your tradition or what family you come from, what church you belong to. Well, my family's got 40 preachers in. That's good. But are you born again? Those 40 preachers cannot save you. You have to make a, a, a decision for yourself. Okay. Traditions of men are not going to get it done. There must be a personal relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 38. He says, I speak that which I have seen with my father. Again, he goes back to the root of things. And ye do that which ye have seen with your father. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is not going to be good here. He, <laughs> he gets down uh, what the old term is done to brass tacks. He knows them. He discerns them. And he ends up saying, we're going to get into that, that simply speaking, their father was the devil. Man, that's not going to, that's not going to fare well there. That's not going to do uh, um, gain friends and influence people. But it's the truth. We, we are either of God or we're not. How long will you be halted between Two opinions. A house divided against itself will not stand. And they answered, verse 39, John 8, 39. And they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Now Paul in Romans chapter 2, verse 20, to address this. He said, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly on the surface. Remember, remember, remember the Lord said, you're dead men's bones. He said, you, he said, you look real nice on the outside, but on the inside, you're empty, what, sepulchers or graves? Romans 2, 28, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is a Outward in the flesh. 29. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. He's talking about the the born-again experience with the circumcision of the heart. Physical circumcision was a a, a law of Moses. Uh, they practiced every male baby the eighth day. They were circumcised, which indicates covenant. But the circumcision we are saved of is the circumcision of the heart, which happens when we accept Jesus Christ. Verse 40. Now, he's just telling them here, but now you seek to kill me. There's no holes part here. I know that you're going to kill me. In their heart, they want to kill him. A man have told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. So he knew their hearts. 
He knew their hearts. And he said, you seek to kill me. You seek to kill me. He said, you're not knowing what Abraham did. You're not. Abraham saw me and coveted that day, yearned for that day. The Bible says Abraham was a sojourner, and he was looking for a city whose builder and foundation maker is God. Verse 41. Now, you do the deeds of your father. And he's not talking about Abraham. Then said they unto, then said they to him, <clears throat> We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. So claiming to be Abraham's seed, they were certain not doing the deeds of Abraham. And they made a proud claim they weren't born of of what of of what fornication but they were morally depraved and uh, children of Satan. That's what he's talking about. You do the deeds of your father. In other words, he's saying that you're not the true children of Abraham. Huh. That did not go over well. They were deep in tradition. Deep in religion, we talked about that several times. There's nothing worse than a spirit of religion. A lot of people are religious, but do they know Jesus Christ? 842. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, if, is that word if? How many times? Over 1,500 times in the scriptures. If God were your father, he would love me. You would love me, for I proceed forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. So here he's telling them and incorporating the, the entirety of the Godhead. He says, you don't know me. You don't even know where I come from. And I'm telling you, he said many times that God sent me. For God so loved the world, he gave or sent his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that, and that same chapter, John 3, verse verse 17, for God Send not his son of the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. How many sons? One. The only begotten son of God. And yes, God has a son. Verse 19, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. We talk about man's illumination, how they try to illuminate another work. Verse 20, for everyone that doeth evil, listen, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Verse 21, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, 
that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought of wrought in God. Okay, so who sent Jesus Christ? God the Father. Who was Jesus saying he was listening to all the God the Father? Who was he giving reference to? God the Father. And he was God in flesh. And the Holy Spirit's God. Okay. Verse 43, John 8, 43. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. And I'll goes back. Read, read the last part of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6. I'll shed a lot, of, a lot of light on this. The, the uh, uh, judicial blindness. They heard it physically, but they certainly not, could not perceive it spiritually, because they didn't know the Lord. They didn't know who He was. They didn't accept Him. So you can't know God the Father without Jesus Christ. You can't get to God without Jesus Christ. Jeremiah six ten. To whom shall I speak and give warning? That they may hear, behold, their ear, listen, is uncircumcised or cauliflowered, and they cannot hearken, behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. They delighted in their laws and their traditions and their uh, uh, their fineries and their, uh, 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 I'm going to use the word, obsession to control other men, to control the temple with a rod of iron. Yeah, temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. John eight forty four. <laughs> Ye are of your father the devil. Hmm. And the lust of your father ye will do. What was the lust? Well, I'll start with pride, power, greed. Circumventing God, going around God, building their his own religion. It, this is in uh, the book of Genesis around chapter what eleven, uh, the Tower of Nimrod, the first open rebellion to God. I'm sorry, the Tower of Babel, which Nimrod was in charge. Because on to say he what about Satan, the devil, was and is a murderer. From the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no, listen, truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So if they are a father of the devil, then they are liars. Satan originated sin through pride and sin Brings forth death, murdering, murderer, killer. Be sober, be vigilant. Peter said this because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. John eight forty five, and because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Verse 46, which of you convinceth me of sin? And I say the truth. Why do you not believe me? He's asking questions here. Why? Hebrews 4.15 says, we have not a, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with feeling our infirmities, 
but on all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And they couldn't point to any sin that he had what, what done or uh, done it in their midst. And just the fact he was sinless. I mean, Pilate stood there and said, I, I find no fault in this man. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat him and release him. No. Crucify him. Pilate said, well, let his blood be on you. He, they said, let his blood be on us. And our children. Hmm. John eight forty seven. He that is God, listen, heareth God's words and discerns God's word and moves on God's word and believes God's word. Ye therefore hear them not because, listen, ye are not of God. Not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, shall be in. Only he that does the will of the Father. And the will of the Father is to receive the word of God, which is the Logos, Jesus Christ. This keeps on ramping up here. Of course, we know what happens. The anger is just off the charts. They, they, they literally hate this man. Their 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 Messiah they rejected. But there's coming a day when the Bible states they won't anymore. They'll receive him. For where did you get those wounds? I got the wounds in the house of my friends. He just tells them, You're not of God. You're not of God. Next time we'll start with verse forty eight. And talk about further controversy with the Jews. How this is ramping up. They're just getting angry and angry and angrier by the day and by the moment. And we know the end result. We we know the end result. But he was open to them. He said, Listen, I am the Christ. I'm I'm the anointed one sent from God. And you're rejecting me. You say your father of Abraham. He said, but I'm telling you, your father of the devil. Man, that's, I mean, that's just, that's preaching, I guess. That's what we call holy boldness. We're hearing God's word today. Are we listening to the still small voice? Are we reading God's word? Are we asking him for understanding? Do you know him today? Please don't turn him away talking about Jesus Christ. Don't turn him away today. We receive him. And as we always do, we want to give you an opportunity today to receive him. The Bible says confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead the third day. Song says, Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain. And the Bible says, Repent. 
make a conscious decision to turn and go in the other direction. And ask him to forgive your sins. Well, the word of God tells us that we must confess our sins. And he is true and just to forgive us of our sins. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be delivered and you shall be set free. That's his word today. Renounce every bit of evil you've ever been involved with. And ask him to cleanse you, mind, body, soul, and spirit. And if you call upon his name today, you have a personal experience with Jesus Christ. The Bible says, by his precious stripes we are healed. That he was chastised for our peace of mind and bruised for our iniquities. He paid it all on the cross. He paid it all. If you accept Christ, there's not one sin that can be held against you. All's forgiven. All's forgiven. And he said, Behold, I make all things new. The Word of God explains to us that the old man leaves us and the new man takes place. The new man, which is in Christ Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. Don't, don't put him off, but ask him into your heart, into your life today. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Oh, God, we ask you today in Jesus' name that you help us in these days in which we're living. Lord, help those today that are struggling, Lord. Save those today that need you. Heal those today that need healed. Deliver those today that need delivered, Father. From whatever realm they are bound by today, God, we ask you to set them free. You said today, Lord, those that the Son set free is free indeed, and your truth is still setting men free. We thank you today for what you've done and what you're already going to do. And your word will not come back void. And your word today that we spoke is not of us, but of you. You said it's alive. It's the living word. We thank you for today. Jesus, holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. Do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. The waters of rest He restores my soul Though I walk through the valley Thou art with me Thou prepare